What's up and welcome into a fresh week of Locked on Bulls. It is Monday, October 25th. Um, that's Dave. Up ahead on today's program, we are breaking down two, not one, but two Bulls victories from over the weekend. Bulls are 3-0 and on this fresh new season. We're breaking it all down on a fresh Locked on Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked on Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host looking sharp with those specs today. Big Dave at Bow BAWL Sports. You can follow ah. us at Locked On Bulls. Shoot us an email, locked bulls at gmail.com, and hit us up on that text to voicemail line 331 979 1369. Uh, happy Monday, fresh week of Bulls content for you guys. And I'm sure everyone out there in Bulls Nation is ecstatic because the Bulls are three and oh. Uh, as we begin this new season, going for their fourth straight victory tonight. That is exciting. Big Dave, how are you, my friend? How was your weekend? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, weekend was wonderful. Uh, I got my zennies on because, you know, we're doing the Bulls show. So had to put on my zennies, represent. But, yeah, I'm doing great. How was your weekend, sir? I know you were out of town there. Wonderful. Watched a lifelong friend get married. Beautiful wedding. Um, it was uh, yeah, lovely, lovely, lovely. And what made it even better is that I was, you know, just checking the scores of back-to-back Bulls games on my phone throughout the weekend. And I wish I could be watching. But I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait. To get back and do a Monday episode with my guy Dave because, man, it is it is officially fun to be a Bulls fan again, Dave. It's official, Matt, like a referee's whistle. Ow, I'm so excited! I'm so excited! <laughs> so, I mean, let, let's uh, kick this off by just starting in order with their first game uh, of the set of back-to-backs from Friday night. A bit more offense in this Bulls Pelicans game. Um, no, no Zion Williamson, obviously. So it was, can you slow down Brandon Ingram, contain mm. Valanciunas, because the Bulls are mm. obviously dealing with a lack of size uh, this season. And I think, I mean, the, the most fun thing about this this Bulls home opener was how impressive they looked defensively, Dave, and the way that mm-hmm. that translated to all of those fun fra- fast break buckets. That That was the thing that I saw when I went back and watched this game on Sunday. What about you? Oh, no question about it. Uh, the defense, uh, which has been the theme, you know, of this team so far, is what set everything clean off. And it was just really great to see because you think about the pundits and, you know, everybody talking and everybody, well, what about the Bulls defense? So oh, they won't be able to play defense and they're going to struggle on defense and all that kind of thing. And you're looking like, no, you've got Lonzo Ball. No, you've got Caruso. You know, no, you've got an improved defensively Zach Levine. Everything else you can kind of, you know, get away with because, you know, like we always say, defense is contagious. And you see it being so contagious with the people they told me that could not play defense. Now, I'm not expecting guys like DeMar DeRozan, you know, to be world beaters and things like that, man. I don't think any of us are. And I'm not expecting Zach Levine to be that guy either. But we are expecting effort. And you're getting all of that. And here's the beauty of that, Matt, what you're talking about the defense. Here's the beauty. Even when they're starting five, is going through their thing. And, you know, it might be a little back and forth. When they bring in that second unit, it is clamp 
city. All right, you ain't gonna be able to do nothing because if they can't do anything, they can definitely play some defense, my friend. And I think that you know, and it's funny. Billy Donovan had had some thoughts about this, um, and it was after their Pistons game, but it was applying to all three of these games so far, saying like, "Look, of our first three games, we've only broken that one hundred point threshold one time." And he said, "I think a lot of people thought, all right, well." offensively we're gonna be fine you got scores galore you got zach you got boots you got demar you know you got lonzo running that's gonna be easy what we're what people are worried about is defense and donovan Mm -hmm. basically said you know y'all are wrong like y'all we're (laughs) wrong and even you and i at times said you know echoing demar Derozan's statements when he was being questioned about fit offensively and saying like dude whatever we're basketball players we're gonna figure it out yeah i think like the the chemistry isn't so much an issue to me offensively so far. I think the Bulls have just had some games where the guys are getting good looks and they're just missing them. Uh, yeah, good looks that they would knock down. And so mm-hmm. I, I'm not concerned about chemistry offensively, but Donovan, you know, is is saying we will need to build some chemistry offensively to make our offensive systems work this season. But in the in the meantime, mm-hmm. we can win games with our defense while we're figuring out our offense and that is yeah. a really encouraging thought for a bunch of people who may have said yeah the bulls can score you know yeah. at will this season but but will they be able to win games because their defense will be so porous these first three victories have been about their defense absolutely right matt and also what you said just to echo on your point about the offense is another point that we continue to point out throughout this throughout the year when they get made all these uh uh, uh moves in the off season if one person is off the other person will be on. That is just how it will go. In this game against New Orleans, I rem- it started out DeMar DeRozan doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Actually, if you want to be real, it started off with Lonzo Ball. But it started mm-hmm. off truly DeMar DeRozan doing his thing. And then it's like, okay, Zach, you're comfortable now? Go ahead and be Zach Levine on this. Okay, let's put a cherry on top of that. Come on, Lonzo. Finish that off for us one time. You know what I'm saying? Because Vooch yeah. was the one. Who wasn't really scoring, you know, that mm-hmm. game. Like he had right. what looking at he had 10 points there for yeah. four of eleven shooting. He wasn't having it going, but it was definitely those other guys who were like, Don't worry about it, big fella. We got you. You know what I'm saying? Let Lonzo go out here and drop this triple double on your head. Let Zach go ahead and get this 32. Let uh DeMar go ahead and get his 26. And also, oh, because you know we talked about it a lot. DeMar got to the line nine mm. times. <laughs> nine times. That's right where I was going next, Big Dave. I was like, yeah, it's awesome to watch these fast break buckets and Lonzo lobbing to Caruso and Javante. Javante Green, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But we talked about this throughout the offseason and explaining why the Bulls made the moves they made, bringing in the players that they brought in because Arturis and Eversley evaluated what they had last year, looked at weaknesses, and addressed those weaknesses. The Bulls' lack of free throw attempts last season was a huge weakness. True. That's a big reason why DeMar DeRozan is here, and he was 8 of 9 from the free throw line last night. Zach was 4 of 5. As a team, the Bulls, 20 of 25 from the free throw line in this victory over the Pelicans. Mm. Pelicans, 13 of 60. I mean, how many times did we, like, look around after a game last season, you, me, and John doing outcasts and being like, wait, how how did the Bulls lose this game? Like, this this advantage, this is like, how? And you look at the free throw discrepancy, and you're like, oh, that's oh. how the Bulls lost this game. <laughs> we got tired they of watching. They were the worst 
free throw team in the NBA last year. And now you got Zach Levine, whose all-star credit is going to get him more free throw attempts. And you got DeMar DeRozan, one of the best guys in the league at drawing fouls and getting to the free throw line. That's huge. Colossal. And also, uh, let me touch on Lonzo Ball too, Matt. Let me touch on Lonzo and what he did that game. The triple-double, the 17, the 10, and the 10. The tier mm. two things that stood out to me about that. Here's Matt. I have yet to see him make a terrible pass. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. All his passes have really been on point. And what do I scream all the time, Matt? Great point guards remove thinking. Mm-hmm. When his passes remove thinking, you don't have to think about what you need to do next because of where he puts it, the ball. You know what right. I mean? You know where he puts it if you're supposed to shoot it or if you're supposed to swing it or where you're supposed to give it past the ball to. You know exactly. Right. The prime example of that is the alley-oop he threw to Alex Caruso at the oh end to God. get his 10th assist. Matt, he didn't throw it too high over his head. He threw it perfectly where he caught it on the up and gave mm-hmm. him time to go up and show his athleticism. And he threw that with his left hand. It was ridiculous. Oh, and let me throw that. No turnovers that game. Zero. He had a triple-double and zero turnovers. Lazo Ball has been everything we thought he was going to be these first couple games, man. Um, yeah, my gosh. that that's I didn't even really think about that element of it. Um, ten, 10 assists as part of a triple-double and did not turn the ball over a single time. That is awesome. Uh, I, I had one more thought that I definitely wanted to get to about this uh, Pelicans game uh, that involves Vooch. And you mentioned, you know, a quiet night for him. But what I've seen from Vooch in this game and through the first three games collectively that I like from Vooch and the Bulls defense, we're going to talk about that right up next. But first, I want to tell y'all, NBA fanatics, that if you haven't heard about prize picks yet, if you haven't tried prize picks yet, you're missing out. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Prize picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. PrizePix offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes in each game. All of you out there who use PrizePix and deposit with promo code NBA will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So you sign up with an account, Mm -hmm. use promo code NBA at sign up, and for every dollar you put in, up to $100 on that initial deposit, you will get a 100% match from prize picks. You can pick two to five players and an over and under on their projections. You can win up to 10x on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize picks even allows mixed sport entries. So, like, say LeBron James and the Lakers have a game the same night as Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. You could take the over on LeBron's points for the night and the under on Mahomes' rushing yards or passing touchdowns, anything you want. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawal. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com and use promo code NBA or go to your App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Mm. You know, with the start, 
of the sports season that's going on right now. You got all the NBA. NBA is kicking off. You watch John Morant do his thing. You watch Zach Levine be incredible. You're watching the Lakers fight on the sideline. And then at the same time, you got college football happening. You watch Illinois beat Penn State. And then at the same time, you got NFL football happening. You're watching Tom Brady be Tom Brady and the Bears be the Bears. And you're going to sit there and you want to watch all that. But you got like 18 remotes in your hand. You know that you want to watch your favorite TV show at the same time. You know, you got chocolate falling off down your elbow because you don't know how to eat because you got things happening all over the place. And then you forget your login. You are very confused. You just want to relax. You work too hard. Let me give you something to relax, guys. It is called direct TV stream. And it brings your live TV and Mm -hmm. on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports your favorite movies, and your favorite shows all in one place. That means no more juggling those remotes, no more spilling that food over you because you're trying to find a remote because you don't want to miss the cool shot Zach Levine just took, and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, the absolute best part of this, there is no annual contract, people, all right? So get rid of that clutter. Get rid of that confusion and get your TV together. With Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible, compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, moving on. A couple more thoughts on this Bulls Pelicans game, and then we'll move to the second night of the back to back against Detroit, part two. Uh, so I mentioned this right before the, the break, Dave Vooch. Four steals. in this game against the Pelicans on Friday night. We've talked about how the Bulls are going to approach this season defensively with Vooch basically being their only true big and based on the fact that right now, other than a very brief glimpse in preseason, Donovan does not have Tony Bradley in his rotation. They are playing undersized, and we have talked about potential concerns there. We've also talked about the fact that between Lonzo Ball and Alex mm-hmm. Caruso, you know, Troy Brown Jr., all, all of these pieces that they have, athletic, lengthy guys pr- playing defense on the perimeter, that the hedging that they're doing with Vooch can be good enough if the people playing along the baselines in those forward wing positions are doing their help jobs properly, which for the most part through th- the first three games they have been, then you mm-hmm. can play Vooch a little bit further away from the basket and and create those steals, create those turnovers and takeaways by putting a little bit of added pressure on your opponents, whatever they're trying to set up. And you're seeing that in that Vooch, who has yes. never been known as like, you know, a a steals specialty center. <laughs> he had four steals in this game Friday yeah. night, credited with four steals. And it is, uh, you know, a smaller example of a larger picture, which is everyone on this Bulls team defensively are doing the right things to create takeaway opportunities. The deflections, the steals, the blocks, everyone is engaged and for the most part in the right places at the right times. So you can have a night where you look and you're like, wait, our our big man center who's sort of like meh defensively had four steals? <laughs> and it, it, is a, it is just a part of a system that Billy has going right now that they are all buying into. And that is a, a result of that process. That's absolutely true, Matt. And if you remember, the steal that he got set off the play when Lonzo and Caruso did the alley-oop. That was a Vooch steal that kicked all that off, okay? And it's you're right. It's very rare. 
as I don't care if you're a defensive center or not. It's rare when your center is pulling off four steals. All right. Maybe you're getting 15 blocks. Yeah, you can see that. Go bear and things, but four steals to go with it, that's not the norm. And also throw that in. Vooch had two blocks on top of that. You know what I mean? So contributing yeah. in other ways, that's what you're supposed to do uh on a very good basketball team. Take your shots. They're not hitting. You shoot your threes. You know, you hit one or two, Then, but you're not feeling it that game. How else can I help my team out? Defense. That's what you can control and help your team out doing and getting four steals. And even though we're not saying uh, the steals means you're a great defender, that's not how we're going right. to define it here. But right. getting four steals absolutely helps your team, period, because it gives you more possessions. It gives you more opportunity to go do cool stuff at the other end of the floor, which is what the Bulls are doing when they're getting that. If you've noticed, Matt, that's when the Bulls get into it and when they're really doing their thing is when they get those balls and when they get those steals and they run in that transition. That's mm -hmm. when it all gets beautiful and it all looks lovely. So Vooch contributing to that loveliness on the defensive end is, is icing on the cake, man. And, and credit to Vooch for, because, like, even just through three games, he looks more engaged than I ever really saw him defensively mm. last season. Like That's he true. looks active. He is actively looking for those opportunities where he's showing and, and coming out to, you know, to help the perimeter defense a little bit. And if the length and, and aggression of Lonzo or Caruso or who else who, who is on point of attack on ball defense is, is, um, forcing their you know the, the guy they're guarding into a or a difficult pass or like a tough mm -hmm. angled pass where mm -hmm. they are trying to get through Vooch's space to make that pass boom mm -hmm. Vooch's hands are there and yeah. it doesn't matter if it's a chest high pass a bounce pass his hands are getting down for some of these deflections and, and takeaways mm -hmm. like and it is a uh, a credit to the team for buying in credit to Billy Donovan but the guy who showed up and I think has a lot to do with this is Alex freaking Caruso Ooh. And I'm not trying to overstate his importance, Woo! but when you just hear some of the things that he said, you know, we talked about seeing that practice footage that the Bulls put out of him helping the, his yeah. teammates with their defensive assignments and, and calling out the right stuff on, on switches and on help. Some of the stuff that, that Caruso said, you know, this weekend after these wins, uh, as, as far as the team's defense, he said, it's just competing. We're going to have to do that. A lot of times we play small. Vooch is really our only true big man that we play. It's something we talked about early in the year. Management's talked about. Coaches mm. talked about. Players have talked about. We've got to earn. And then he continued a little bit later to say, defense is just a care factor and effort and execution. Our mm. effort and our care factor are high. I think it just comes down mm. to the execution part, which we're going to grow and we're going to get better. It's game three, but we have all the tools and the players and desire to do that. It's just about going out there and doing it on the court and it's mm. you can say you can say that's an oversimplification but it's something i said to you on an episode a couple weeks ago dave when it comes to caruso and maybe the bulls being better defensively than a lot of people thought they would be so much of it so much of defensive success is effort mm. effort mm -hmm. we can talk mm -hmm. about zach and damar these players that are you know substandard uh, you know, as far as the talent on the defensive end or the defensive end, mm -hmm. effort is such a huge percentage of it. Caruso knows that. Caruso shows up. He's wearing a Bulls jersey. And, you know, the Bulls are racking up double digits, steals, and blocks pretty much every night. It's so much fun to watch. <laughs> like, when is the last time you can say you sat and watched the Bulls and you've had fun watching them play defense? 
You know what I mean? Like, because you know, I think what's exciting about it, Matt, is you know when they get a steal, what that's going to lead to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, you know, basically, you know, if you finish your vegetables, if then you're gonna get that dessert. You know what I mean? You're gonna get that ice cream, baby. And and so to get that ice cream, you know that you gotta eat them Brussels sprouts. But man, the difference is these Brussels sprouts are amazing. <laughs> like they're amazing and they taste great. But you're a right. Horrible analogy. A horrible analogy. But continue. That's why it's great. No, that's perfect. <laughs> Who likes Brussels sprouts? Okay, no nobody one. likes them. Nobody. But that's my. That's what's shocking is these are incredible. You're like, I hate Brussels sprouts, but my God, these taste good. I can't wait to finish them because I want the ice cream because it's better. But man, I can't lie. These are good. And that's what I like about Alex Caruso too, Matt. Like you're absolutely right. The confidence also that he is instilling in guys cannot be underestimated because you can point, you pointed to Vooch. I can also point to Io at the same time. Because the thing that he is imparting on him and in his game, I'm telling you, it is completely helping him because you watch him out on that court and he is yet to look lost to me. You know, of course, he's making rookie things, you know, like not dunking it, you know what I'm saying? You know, going off his hands and stuff like that. But I haven't yet said he doesn't know where he is on the floor right now. You know, his confidence is low right now. Oh, man, he looks lost out there as a ball player. No. It hasn't looked like that. He has been impactful, especially on the steals, especially going for the ball. Who you think he's learning that from? I'm telling you, he is sitting with Alex Caruso and learning that because you're learning from the veterans in front of you who play your position. Alex mm-hmm. Caruso is that veteran in front of him playing that position who does something that he already did well, which was be a defensive guy. He is absolutely helping him out, man. So credit to Caruso for not only just helping out the starting lineup, but helping out those reserves as well. Yeah, I mean it's uh the his presence is is so noticeable, uh, especially like you said when he's when he's helping that that second unit get things going and, and running and keeping things uh online. I I mean, wow. I just I love what I'm seeing. I love what I'm seeing from this Bulls defense. Um yeah. they are and I believe this was a note from uh, our guy Darnell Mayberry's column uh, that he posted oh, Monday morning. Through the first three games, third in the NBA with 7.7 blocks per game. And that's from a team that we all were worried about size. And they have 7.7 blocks per game. And you're getting them from Javante Green, who's six foot four. You're getting it from Lonzo Ball, who's six foot six. The block that Lonzo had as we transition now to that Pistons game. Oh my God. Like, yeah, again, man. effort. It's not yeah. all size when it comes to getting blocks, getting stops at the rim, protecting the rim. It is a lot about effort. Um, so we're going to move on to some thoughts from that second night of the back-to-back against Detroit. First, though, a quick timeout to tell you all about our great friends. Where? That's right. At Built Bar. Did you oh! know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's one out there for everyone. If you don't know what your favorite Built Bar flavor is yet, after all these times that I've told you that you should figure it out, well, I don't know. You should probably figure it out. Yeah. You can get a mixed yeah. box at Built.com where you get – Two of each of their nine OG and always available flavors. Options like cherry barcia, salted caramel, cookies and cream, German chocolate. There's something out there for everyone. Plus, you got the limited time flavors that are always there right at the top of their website, built.com, and see which ones of those you want to get while you can because they go quickly. But right now, I just checked this morning. You can still get their blueberry muffin specialty flavor. You can still get their coconut puff specialty flavor, and the Rocky Road. The Rocky Road, folks. Still available. (laughs) Still available. 
And all of these delicious Built Bar flavors have either 17 or 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 or 5 mm. grams of sugar, 4 or 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, and all good for you. Yes. So head to Built.com and promo code. Which one is it? That's right. It's Locked15. Locked15, folks. Every time you make an order at Built.com, use that promo code Locked15, and you will get 15% off your entire order. That's promo code Locked15 for 15% off at Built.com. Oh, that silky tone at the end got me. Oh, yes. But let me tell y'all something, because y'all know what y'all are here for. You know what everybody's here for. Car parts! Because everybody needs them. You need you some car parts. You see how cold it's getting outside. All right? It is getting frigid. That weather outside is absolutely ridiculous. I thought I, I saw, saw the spaceship. flying past oh. my third floor window just now. Matt, I saw Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith in a spaceship. That's what I saw outside. It was real. It was ridiculous. It's ridiculous, okay? It's ridiculous weather out there. You don't want to deal with that. You don't want to go out there, but you still got to get parts for your car. So you don't want to go to dealership and deal with weather. What do you do? You go to rockauto.com. And why should you go? Because one, you can stay in the house and stay out of this monsoon, but at the same time, you can save lots of money. Why spend 30, 50, even 100% more for those same parts, y'all? No. Stay with Rock Auto, family-owned business, serving those do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Prices are reliably low for every single customer, and they got all the parts you're going to need that you desire. They got them at your beckoning call. They got you. So go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find you a solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, and write in, and do this for me and Matt, Right in, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know that Matt and Big Dave sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Sing it with me in the monsoon. Rock on. Dot just as silky as always. Um, all right, Big Dave. So moving on to this second Pistons game, the Bulls win the second night of a back-to-back. 97-82 was the final on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. This was kind of a weird game. Um, not not exactly the same as this first Bulls-Pistons game from, from last Wednesday that was just like yucky, ugly, ugly. But there were some yeah. similarities to these games where, you know, uh, team not shooting particularly well. The Pistons, as they did last Wednesday, once again went and established their post scoring, their paint scoring. Yeah. I believe they had a 54 to 34 edge over the Bulls in points mm. in the paint in this game from Saturday night. And the, I mean, like credit to the Bulls, they they limited the Pistons to 38 and a half percent shooting from the floor, 17.9 percent, just five of 28 for the Pistons from downtown, and the Bulls are able to win comfortably in another ugly game i mean do you is this just Mm. what every pistons bulls game is going to look like this season what's up with these weird (laughs) ugly games i don't know man but i will take a weird ugly win (laughs) over over a smooth looking loss any day of the week so these are games that i remember losing you know my favorite part of this game was the beginning that so when detroit comes out and obviously they came out ready and you knew they would they thought that they were the better team last time. You know, when you're that close, you know what I mean? When you're when you when the game is that close and you're a scrappy team, 
you're like, no, we were close. All we got to do is change up some things and we could go ahead and whoop these dudes. And they came out and like you said, they established their post presence and they hit a big three-pointer. They went on a 9-0 run to kick off the game. I remember in the past where I felt the onset of doom when I would see that 9-0 run. And I started feeling it creeping up in me because, again, I'm not I'm not uh, somebody who, who, who doesn't feel that residual effect also from what we used to watch. I still have some of that in me as well. So when I saw that 9-0 run, I was like, oh, man, what's going on here? Oh, no. No, we can't go out like this at home. This is insane. They call timeout. They come back <laughs> and immediately score like the next eight. Like immediately. Vooch. They went Vooch, Vooch, and then a Vooch three. That's what, that's what I love coming out of the timeout. Oh, you want to establish your post presence? Well, let me get you some of this post presence. That is a two-time all-star that'll drop you 20 and 10. Let me give you some of that. Bang inside, bang inside, bang outside. It was beautiful to see and watch. And once that established and once that happened, Matt, I said, oh, my God, this is a whole different monster kind of team right here because I knew the game was over from that point because it was like they give you their best shot, like coming out Mm -hmm. in a boxing match and coming out, you knock the dude out in the first round, and he gets up on on the the count of eight, not even, you know, the full nine, you know what I'm saying, like gets up on eight, and he's like, okay, yeah, what do you want to do? All right, Right. that's a nice shot. Let me throw these counters back at your head. That's what happened right there, and it was great to see, man. I felt good watching that. It is, you know, like you said, I, I will happily watch winning ugly as opposed to losing pretty because uh, we are coming off of several seasons of losing ugly. So, hey, you know, like wins are <laughs> yes. great. But, yes. Um, yes. And, and, and this was another one of my favorite observations from Darnell um, in his column, breaking down the weekend action, is that in both of these games, they were able to build leads and maintain leads with not a lot of Zach. Like, we mm. talked about Zach coming in and rescuing them with that big third quarter against the Pistons last Wednesday. Yeah. He also had another 20-point quarter this weekend um, when he just picked his moment to take over a game. But, yeah. he like, Zach did not have a great night on Saturday against Detroit. Six of 18. Six mm-hmm. of 18. That is, mm-hmm. uh, like, atrocious for Zach Levine mm-hmm. when it comes for to Zach, the efficiency yeah. you expect from him. And just mm-hmm. 14 points. But as Darnell noted, in this game uh, Saturday against the Pistons, the Bulls carried an 11-point lead into halftime, and Zach Levine had only scored four points in in the first half of that game. Against the Pelicans, Zach Levine had scored his first bucket 18 minutes into the game. Mm. 18 minutes into the game, first points for Zach. Oh, by the way, the Bulls were up 17 at that point. The mm. fact that the Bulls, whether their offense is flowing, maybe like it was a bit more against the Pelicans, or it isn't like it has been in these two games against the Pistons, they are finding ways to build leads, maintain leads, and win games without the Zach 40-burger. And that, I mean, we've, we've talked about the, the world of difference we're seeing on the defensive end. That is a world of defense on the offensive end. We don't need Zach 40-burgers to win no. games and even win them comfortably. Yeah, very true, man. And and even that yeah, having bad shooting night, he still finished. I believe he was a plus 11. So he, that lets you know he still played well. It, it wasn't like he was having a bad game. He just had a bad yeah. shooting night. Well, as opposed to in the past, if he has a bad shooting night, then he has a bad game because he's putting everything on himself. 
I got to do it all kind of thing. But no, not this time. And also with Vooch, he had 19 rebounds, which is absolutely insane, all right? 15 points, 19 rebounds, all right, guys? The man is special. But you're right. Again, Matt, having DeMar DeRozan helps your team. When Zach Levine is off, I got another all-pro, not another all-star or just a good player that might be an all-pro. No, an established all-pro who can get his shot anytime he wants to. And that's exactly what you saw him doing. And they did, and again, got to the line nine times, all right? Mm. That is important, guys. You got to keep that in mind when that's happening. And again, Lonzo had another solid game. And this is what impressed me the most about Lonzo, because I'm going to let you talk about Caruso's in a bit. But Lonzo, oh, my God, not, not the three steals, but the dude had four blocks. We talked about your center having four steals is crazy. Your point guard having four blocks is also insane. And then, obviously, for me, the block of the season so far, I know it's early, but, but the block of the season so far in this early, early season was the stuff he had on Sadiq Bay. Listen, and it came off of uh, Io block because Io drove him in and blocks the shot, and then Lonzo comes in to help. And then Caruso ends up with the steal. What's significant about that, guys? That's three guards. None of them were big men. That is three guards with two blocks and a steal. Three guards, all right? That is important. Y'all have to understand that is important. Lonzo knows he's 6'6 and establishes it every time. But he's also athletic because the timing of that block and when he did it was special. And just watching how they're playing that defense, Matt. This was another game where the defense just set everything clean off, man. And it was just, oh, my God, marvelous. The The final score did not dictate how dominant that performance was by the Bulls. The other, I mean, yes. Um, I wanted to talk to you about one other thing when it came to these two games from the weekend. Sure. And that's Patrick Williams. Oh. Um, we have right. not mentioned his name until just now. Until just and now. And I think there is this idea that some of these big offseason moves, bringing in Lonzo, bringing in DeMar, um, are going to maybe offset some of the development that we were hoping to see from Patrick Williams this season. Mm. Wondering, okay, how much better can he get and how much better will it make the Bulls if we see that mm. kind of lead from Patrick Williams? He's had a steady progression as just far as getting more shots up. In these first mm -hmm. three games, I believe his shot attempts went three, five, seven in their games, mm -hmm. one, two, and three. So, like, small sample size, but maybe you see that as at least trending in the P-Will is getting more engaged element. We do know that, per usual, Donovan is having him get, you know, uh, take a lot of minutes with the toughest guard assignment uh, on, on these nights where, whether it's Jeremy Grant or, or Brandon Ingram on Friday, we know that's happening, but offensively, maybe some Bulls fans are saying, man, I would like to see more from Patrick Williams. Mm -hmm. What we did see was a little bit of an adjustment from Billy Donovan where he gave Pete up more of those minutes with the second unit that yeah. I was talking about leading up to this. We were talking about it in training camp. I would like to see more of that where he's mm -hmm. kind of finishing firsts and starting second quarters, finishing thirds and starting fourth quarter. Let Patrick become a bigger offensive tool mm -hmm. in second units where we have talked about even already some nights you're worrying about where that scoring is coming from in those second mm -hmm. units. 
Mm-hmm. Patrick can be that guy. But, Big Dave, are you concerned through three games that we're not seeing enough involvement from Patrick offensively? No, uh, because we talked about this before the season started, that Patrick Williams will be your fourth or fifth option on the team, which means I will give him time to grow and time to develop. I don't need you don't need it today. If I needed it today and this was the old Bulls team at, yeah, I'd be concerned. All right. Cause I'm like, no, bro, we can't win. Uh, you're gonna have to uh, win the game for us some kind of way, all right? Because nobody else is out there. Denzel Valentine is taking 30 shots. You you got to win the game for us some kind of way. This is different. He is developing. And two, the other thing I want to point out, coming off of that sprained ankle, and now he has the shoulder thing, because he hurt his shoulder in that first game also against uh Detroit. Patrick Williams has never been injured in his career. He stated this. So he's dealing with something he has no idea how to deal with. He doesn't know how to feel. It's like Justin Fields talking about losing. He has no idea how it feels, all right? He doesn't know what he's dealing with. So watching him just trust himself, and it feels like when I watch him out there, he's still trying to trust his body and adjust to certain things, you know, as far as that sprained ankle is, is concerned, because it was called a severe sprained ankle, all right? Mm-hmm. So he's I, I personally think he's still kind of just – getting acclimated to that along with getting acclimated to the team finding out what his role is and you know trying to step into that i see little glimpses of it every all three games it was here and then i see this and then i see this and then that third game it was little stuff i was looking at like him getting a little more aggressive when he went in and and he's snatching rebounds because he jumps higher and is taller than everybody i saw him doing that the other thing that makes me not worry it's because he had Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball looks for him, all right? Mm-hmm. He looks for Patrick Williams to give him those shots. That's the reason Patrick Williams is shooting 40% from the three-point line is because he's getting wide-open shots because Lonzo Ball is looking for him. And then you look at DeMar DeRozan, the play at the end of the third, I believe, when Patrick Williams hit that buzzer beater. Right. DeMar DeRozan, the first one in his face, giving him a hug, saying, my man, good looking out. It's cool. So these are the reasons I'm not concerned is is he's got the right support system around him. He's got the right coach that believes in him and he's got time. I don't need it yet, guys. He's got time. So just just relax and let him grow. It's okay. Yeah. Um, So look, the the, I guess the the final thought I would have about these games is be happy that the Bulls are three and oh. We talked about the fact that they had some very winnable games right out of the gate this season, and then all of a sudden you're going to get to November and the schedule gets real tough. Ooh. You're going to see some bigger competition and, yeah. and some, some tougher wins very quickly. So get these wins against a Cade Cunningham-less Pistons team twice. Mm. Get get a win against a Zion Williamson-less Pelicans team. And you know, on that note, Tonight, Raptors, 6.30 Chicago time tip-off. The Bulls going for a four-game winning streak, which would be Zach Levine's first ever in his NBA career. No Pascal Siakam. So, you know, you got to contain Fred Van Vliet. Presses Achua, who they got in the Lowry trade. He's a solid player for him. Scotty Barnes looks good for the Raptors so far this season. Can you continue to do what you've been doing through these three games? Play engaged, focused defense. Find your find your looks on the floor offensively for all of your main players and get another win against a very winnable opponent because yeah. like I think there are some people who are saying, yeah, the Bulls are three and oh. The teams that they've beaten collectively three times have zero wins between them in Detroit and, mm-hmm. and New Orleans. Maybe they there say are some that about the Knicks. Saying, 
maybe there are some people who are saying, ah, yeah, the Bulls, yeah, they're 3-0, and but look who they've beaten. Well, the, the Raptors don't look like world beaters this season, but add that team to the list of teams that you can beat as you figure things out offensively and continue to play the, the way that you're playing defensively. Just win, um, just win baby. Just win. <laughs> That's it for today. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Hit us up on that text and voicemail line if you want to be a part of the Bulls conversation here on Locked on Bulls. At that number, 331-979-1369. Bulls going for win number four. What did we Come have to wait until? I think we had to wait until January to get win number four <laughs> last season. Uh, and guess what, Big Dave? We are one day closer to Joakim Noah Knight. Joakim oh. Noah Knight! Can't wait. Can't wait. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> Get us up on Twitter. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. Dave's at Pal BAWL Sports. For Big Dave, I'm Matt. Thanks for listening. As always, see Red be good. Peace out.